Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour. Power hour. You better you bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos. Ken Barkley. And you. Man, we got a. This is the handicap that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Uh, we still have two more games to hit for Week 14 in the National Football League. We'll do that coming up in 20 minutes. The two Monday night games, Monday night doubleheader next week. The Dolphins and the Titans in Miami. The Packers and Tommy DeVito and my Giants coming up in hey. New Jersey Meadowlands. Hey, Tommy DeVito coming up 20 minutes from now. You can't say that in this neck of the woods. You get in trouble. But uh, we will give you uh, our handicaps of those two games coming up in 20 minutes. And then in the final segment of the show, 40 minutes from now, Many bets. Many, 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 many bets. I don't know if 50 Cent's a fan of our show. Got to get him to record, like, many bets. Just a drop we can play. Anyway, we'll give you a lot of bets. Uh, bets of Steel in the National Hockey League. Tyler's got some college hoops plays for us. Uh, t- t- I, we, we, I think we'll start next segment. Tyler will give us some college hoops. He has at least one game starting at 6.30. And then we'll give you our bets. Side total and props for the Bucks and the Knicks, the Lakers and the Suns, and the NBA in-season tournament quarterfinals. And I've got a five-star banger prop from the Knicks-Bucks game that I absolutely think will hit, obviously, or else I wouldn't be placing it, uh, after Bruce Brown went over last night. So I, I can't wait to give that out coming up in 40 minutes. But joining us right now, one of our absolute favorites here on You Better You Bet. To talk the in-season tournament and everything going on in the association. You follow him on Twitter. If you're smart, you do. At HP Basketball. You listen to his NBA betting podcast because it's sensational. Buckets is the podcast. And you read his work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, because he's the best in the business. He's our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network joining us here on the show to talk some NBA. My friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Great, man. Uh, you know, I got to be honest. Like, last night just has me so excited and just like loving how this is going. Those games last night were terrific. The atmosphere is different. I'm excited to be heading out to Vegas later this week. Tomorrow I leave for Vegas for the in-season uh, semis and finals. I'm just really excited for where this in-season tournament has give, what it's given us uh, here early in the regular season. 
And yeah, it'll be interesting to see when the when we pivot to Vegas for Thursday, the first semifinal is on like in the afternoon. So like five o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock Vegas time. Like, do we get that same atmosphere? Like, are people going to go to Vegas to watch the Pacers or something like hopefully, hopefully is the answer. Like, hopefully it's just as awesome as the games we saw last night. Matt, speaking of Indiana real quick, we can do the games for tonight. We can ask you some other big picture questions. I know a lot of buzz around the Pacers after what seemed like kind of like a, almost a franchise altering win, the way it was described afterwards as they beat the Celtics and advance in the in season tournament, Tyrese Halliburton getting like a ton of shine right now for like MVP as like a, a player to watch this year, obviously Rick Carlisle coach of the year getting talked about to a lesser extent. I did some stuff in the first hour of the show. I don't even want to tell you what I said necessarily. Do you, do you buy Halliburton as an MVP guy? Do you buy Carlisle as a coach of the year guy? A lot of interest in the Pacers right now. What about them in award markets? So, like, if you're chasing bets that are going to, like, gain a lot of CLV by the end but are not going to win, then I, that's, that's what Halliburton is here for MVP. Where, like, is there a world where, like, he gets it? If Joker doesn't play enough games and if Embiid doesn't play enough games and if the Thunder come back down to earth and if his numbers are that much better than Jason Tatum and the Pacers win 50-plus games, then sure, we might actually seriously be talking about it. Think about how many ifs I just talked about. Like, it's, it's, he's going to make – I think he's going to make the ballot. Like, that's the thing is, like, he's going to make ballot, but do you want a ticket on somebody that's going to make the ballot or do you want a ticket on somebody that's going to win the thing um, or that you can at least hedge against with it being down to two guys? I don't think it'll be down to him him and, to, and somebody else. So don't like it there. I will say he's made all-star last year. I do have a ticket on him for most improved – I kind of wonder if he's going to be the guy like Tyrese Maxey is obviously the favorite and very you know likely to win, and he's going to be an all-star too. But when we look at, at, at guys that go from like, oh, yeah, no, Tyrese Halliburton's good, to like, oh, Tyrese Halliburton's the engine for like a top five offense, and the Pacers are going to win 45 to 48 games. I do kind of wonder if that could be a sweat. If you've got Maxey, I would at least consider looking at Halliburton because he does check a lot of the boxes and for, as far as like jaw and some of the other guys we've seen win that award in recent years. Matt, we'll, we'll go to uh, tonight's games coming up in a moment here. Just in the, the second game last night, the, the Pelicans kind of like handed to the Kings a little bit. Brandon Ingram has a tremendous game, and New Orleans advances to uh, the semis coming up in Vegas. Uh, thoughts coming out of that game? And like, do either of these teams actually matter in like the grand scope of things in the NBA this season, the Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings? Huh. Okay. Um, I think here, I do think that the Pelicans have a ceiling that's really high because for them, it's not like the Kings are like, we run up and down and we score a lot and Devonis is good. And Will loses his minutes and, and Fox is awesome. Hope he doesn't ever have a bad game. Cause we have zero shot and the Pelicans are better balanced. And the Pelicans thing is like, they have so much depth. They have so many wings. It's Herb Jones and Trey Murphy and Dyson Daniels, and Jordan Hawkins. Like, they just have so many guys to hit you with on top of B.I. And, and Zion who are playing much better together this season than they have in the past. There's a good article from ESPN this week kind of talking about how B.I. and Zion kind of talk things through as, as part of a team meeting, and they're on the same page now, and that's a significant bump here. Um, I think the Pelicans are a team that I'll be looking to bet round by round in the playoffs. I don't want futures on them. But I do think that they're a team that could actually be dangerous. The Kings, I do think, are probably going to – like, there's a lot of indications the Kings are probably not as good as their record. I'm expecting them to slide a little bit. I think they're a playoff team. 
but I think they're much closer to play in than they were the three seed last year. Your best guess right now, and then we'll do the games tonight. There are obviously six teams remaining in the in-season tournament. The Celtics being eliminated kind of opened things up in the futures market a little bit. The pricing are pretty so four to ones, five to ones. You kind of shop around. You can find a pretty good price if you really like a team to win this thing. And obviously two teams have already advanced to the next round. They have an advantage. What's your best guess for who's going to win the tournament right now? I like the Pels. I really like the Pels in this environment. I like the Pels with the physicality. I don't think the Lakers or Suns are going to want to see the amount of size the Pelicans bring to the table. It's not just Zion. It's Zion and JV. They can play two bigs. Neither of those teams have two bigs. They don't have them. Like the, the Lakers can theoretically play Christian Wood and, and Anthony Davis together. Is that what you want versus Zion and BI or, or Zion and, and JV? So I think the Pelicans have a really good lie. Um, now, I didn't bet them because I was like, hey, I've got Zion Williamson. 45 to 1 MVP from this summer. Look how smart I am. Oh, no, Brandon Ingram might just win the thing. So um, that to me, I think, is, is he's the favorite now. I don't think there's value on that. I do think there's probably still some value on Zion for MVP of the tournament there. But I think the Pels match up very well with both of those teams. Pacers, it's going to be tough, but I think they're live versus either opponent. In the East, I think the best value is probably on the Knicks right now, who are really underrated. I like New York tonight. We can get to that. Um, and so as a result, I really like the value on the Knicks probably to come out of the East. For what it's worth, the Pelicans right now are the co-favorite along with Milwaukee to win the in-season tournament. New Orleans a plus 275, obviously, because New Orleans has already advanced to the semifinals. So, like, we'll see what this is going to be coming out of tonight, like what the uh, what the market's going to be at our show sponsor, BetMGM. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken on a Tuesday. Very happy to have our friend Matt Moore on the show talking the NBA in-season tournament. Matt of the Action Network, the Buckets podcast, and on Twitter at HP Basketball. All right, my friends. Uh, I'm very happy to hear you just said that you like the Knicks tonight. Uh, I also like the Knicks tonight. Also, I'm a Knicks fan and would love to see them win this tournament. You know, because I've never seen them win anything in my lifetime. Uh, on the road in Milwaukee tonight against the Bucks, point spreads down to four and a half. So the Knicks have been getting bet throughout the day. Milwaukee, like in between four and a half and five, 228 and a half the total. You said you like the Knicks. Tell us why you like them. Anything else you like in this game with uh, New York and Milwaukee? I think this team's a lot more together. That's a narrative angle, but look, my numbers make this two, uh, Bucks minus two. I think the Knicks are live here. I like the physicality matchup. And the Knicks are more together. Like, this team knows what it's trying to do. They know how to play together. The Bucks, a lot of times, watch these games. They're winning all these games, and that's great. But you watch these games, watch their body language. There is frustration. It takes a lot for me to ever be like, yeah, Tom Thibodeau has the coaching advantage in a matchup. There's a big coaching advantage in this matchup. And so I like kids to be able to get there. The other thing is the Bucks over the last three weeks, their bench has been god-awful. And you know whose bench is really great? The New York Knicks. Uh, who doesn't let you get second-chance opportunities? The New York Knicks. So there's all of these kind of chances. So, yeah, I definitely like the Knicks at tonight. <laughs> didn't know if we were going to get that voice in this interview that's great uh yeah so and uh, pat Connaughton not going to be a part of the bucks budget not going to play tonight in the game for an already like pretty rough milwaukee second unit okay uh, maybe that doesn't matter because maybe like Giannis and lillard play like 98 minutes tonight of a possible 48 uh suns and lakers matt in the second game yeah, you said something interesting there like you don't you don't think the winner of this game kind of wants to see the pelicans which is a really interesting framing um obviously saw the suns and pelicans play a really compelling playoff series a couple years ago with, with chris paul and the suns uh lakers one and a half and they've been very good at home so far this year 229 and a half the total also worth noting like the overs in these games and the overs in yesterday's games have all gotten just absolutely bet into oblivion in all four situations it's over 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 uh curious if you agree with that too who you got tonight in the second game 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. I do have, by the way, I have it over in the Bucks uh, game as well. I'm not going to play it in this one. Um, the kind of way to think about the totals is the guys are caring, but they're not caring at a playoff level. And so in the playoffs, it's don't make mistakes. These, these games are more give as much as you can. That's different. Okay, playoffs is give as much as you can, no mistakes. How do you avoid mistakes? You play slow. Not the same environment here. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons we've seen the, the totals get, get absolutely hammered, and I think it's the right play. I like Lakers tonight. Um, I understand anyone that – but this, I think, is a bet-your-opinion game. And for me, it's the Suns have no backup big. Uh, the Lakers have at least Christian Wood, who can beat up on the second unit. The Lakers have gotten Cam Reddish and Jared Vanderbilt back, so they have more wings to throw at KD and Booker. Uh, you do have the, the fact that the Lakers have been excellent at home this season, eight and two straight up. The ATS record isn't great, but they're a little bit exaggerated. This, I actually think they're a little bit undervalued. Um, I don't think the Lakers are a great team. I just don't think the Suns are one either, even with Book and KD together. Uh, I will go ahead, and because this is in L.A. almost entirely, I've laid the points with the Lakers. I think, that's, I think the Lakers and the Pelicans meet in Vegas for the West Final. Any, uh, any props that you like, Matt, coming up for the games? Yeah, like I mentioned Christian Wood. I think that there's there's actually value closer to tip when his go up. Um, points and rebounds, that's a pretty good one. And we're talking about Drew Eubanks coming off the bench for the Suns. Drew's good. Like, he's a very capable guy, but Christian Wood gets, gets production stuff. He's low impact, high production. I think he'll get uh, get some numbers tonight. The other one I would probably look at um, in the Bucks. I actually, for the Knicks, um, I actually really like uh, Jalen Brunson because the defense overplays. And once Brunson gets downhill, he's very good. So I actually like uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, points tonight specifically because I don't think he'll have to pass because I think he'll have angles because the Bucks have been overplaying again because of some weird decisions by the coaching staff. Matt, only a, a couple of minutes left. I, maybe you've looked at tomorrow, maybe you haven't, but just to point this out to people like, I, you know, already get a handle on this. Obviously, like these are centerpiece games. The NBA wants the in-season tournament games on with nothing else around them. So two last night, two tonight creates a very bizarre December like vacation for a bunch of these teams practice. Like the Sixers release their injury report. No one's on it anymore. Like everyone's healthy going into tomorrow night. Do you have kind of an expectation? So basically every team that's not in this tournament is playing tomorrow and playing on Friday, but playing tomorrow. So there's a ton of games. My first thought, Matt, is like, do you think we're going to see a ton of scoring, like star performances? These guys have had a lot of time off that they don't normally get this time of year. Have you done any work on tomorrow, even if it's just like what kinds of games we're going to see here in about 30 seconds? Yeah, so I, I think what we kind of tend to notice whenever these teams get rest, like if we look at the IST where everybody was on rest, Dogs covered against the spread, but favorites won. That was the, the theme of the end-season tournament group games. And everybody was on rest there and highly motivated. Um, this is kind of a product of the schedule. They have fewer back-to-backs in December as a whole, the NBA does, than in November. So we're going to see, I think, a little bit better. This time of year is when teams start to figure out who they are and how good they can be, and they start to kind of be like, all right, let's make hay while the sun is high. December and January is where – you get the meat of your work done. This is where you got to really establish yourselves as good teams. So it's not that I lean towards favorites or starters, but I will say some of the letdown opportunities, a little bit less here, not only because there'll be fewer guys missing, but just because when guys are, are off rest, they're more locked in, more focused. They're not distracted by travel and whatever else. They know who they're playing. That's a good start. And so that they're able to actually get ahead of these things. So I expect fewer letdown spots in some of these games than maybe we we would anticipate in a normal random December Friday. Matt, ten seconds to go. Who wins on Sunday? Your Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills? 
No, the Chiefs are going to win this game. We're, we're not winning the Super Bowl, but we're in this game. I feel good about this one. I, I got to, Matt's usually wow. very pessimistic, and he gave us a pessimistic yeah. thing at the end. They're not going to win the Super Bowl, but optimistic that they'll beat the Bills, probably because they always do, except for the 93 AFC Championship game. Matt on Twitter at HB, I had to throw that in. On Twitter at HB Basketball, Buckets Podcast, Action Network, my friend. Best of luck with the bets tonight. Go Knicks, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Take care. Matt Moore joining us here on the show. What a great show. Uh, can't wait to give our bets out for the NBA in season tournament coming up at the end sure. of the program. But on the other side, we'll finish our handicap of week 14 for now with the two Monday night games, the Dolphins and the Titans, the Giants and the Packers. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.